Welcome to the Calvary Church Podcast. So that's at one o'clock. Amen. Well, tonight uh, brings to my heart a sense of sadness. And I'm going to tell you why. It's because um, tonight will be the last night that we discuss uh, the topic that we have been teaching on for months since I believe about the last uh, Wednesday night in February. I know it was February. The series on praying in the Spirit, so very important. I believe that the Lord held off our bringing that to you, to this church, until we did for reason. And I don't know all of the reasons, but I believe that God is preparing and priming this church for a revival, for a great revival. What I would hope to be the best or greatest revival, especially in God's sight, that this church has ever had. I know that's the will of God. I believe that the question, Mark, that, that is over the whole thing of this church having a revival, the question mark, the, the changeable factor in math, it's called the variable, the unknown, is us and our desire. That's what it takes, desire. And uh, if we have the desire, then everything else will fall into place because we'll do what it takes and the Lord will then do what he must do. So tonight we're going to discuss this very important subject of praying in the Spirit one more time, and uh, I, I'm going to let you remain seated while I read a scripture. Uh, I'm just going to just have just a very few remarks to make, and then we're going to watch another video because it's very instructional and I believe very helpful for us to see uh, intercessory prayer in the Spirit in action seeing people do it. We're going to do that again. We did that last time, uh, I believe two weeks ago. Tonight, we're going to do that again uh, from a different perspective in a different church, a different group of people. And uh, I believe it's going to help us. But before we do that, I'm reading from Isaiah 66, beginning with verse number 7. I'm going to pull some verses out of context, basically, a little bit anyway. The Lord is talking to his people here about the importance of a contrite spirit. And uh, he's, he's upset with his people because of some things. And uh, I'm not going to get into all of that because it, it's not really applicable here. But the principle in the verses I'm going to read is very applicable. And I want you to listen as I read verse 7 of Isaiah 66. Before she travailed, she brought forth. Before her pain Came And, of course, it's talking about the pain of travailing in childbirth for a woman. Before her pain came, she was delivered of a man-child, or the birth took place. And, of course, every woman here and everyone who knows uh, anything at all about the subject, including us men who've been taught, know that this verse is not telling the truth, is it? Well, that's what the Lord says. He's trying to make a point to his people. Uh, he, he makes that point and, and, and explains in the next verse. Put up verse 8, Brother Terry. Who hath heard such a thing? 
Who has seen such things? We know that doesn't happen like that. The woman uh, who's giving birth to a child must go through travail and must go through pain before it happens. He goes on to say, shall the earth be made? He's saying other things that aren't true. Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Uh, That doesn't happen. Shall a nation be born at once? Well, no, the answer is no. But he says, as soon as Zion travailed, when she goes through the process of travailing and all that that entails, and every woman here tonight who's given birth knows what that means and and what is a part of that process of bringing forth a child into the earth, and uh, not just the nine months prior to the birth, but especially that uh, whatever it is, several hours to sometimes Uh, more than a day or two, uh, the process of labor I'm talking about, all that that involves, and it's not pleasant. Uh, It doesn't feel good. In fact, I've been told that that is the time in every woman's life who has that experience that she is closer to death than at any other time in her life barring unforeseen circumstances that are, of course, the exception to that rule, that when a woman goes through travail and the pain that is accompanied that, and of course it's different from individual to individual, I'm sure, but by and large, that is, that is what happens. God says as soon as Zion, now Zion in the Old Testament is the word for his church, For his people, as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. The principle here is there is no birth without travail, without going through the process of spiritual labor, which, as I have taught you over the last several months, especially the last two months, is praying in the Spirit especially in intercessory prayer. And we've had three or four lessons on that subject alone talking about it. And uh, last time we had a look by video at a couple of meetings where uh, that took place, where some instruction was given. And uh, I believe, and I have heard, uh, and I'm going to show you tonight in this video an example where intercessory prayer can even be taken a step further or to a next higher level than just, and there really is uh, no good word to use here, and I don't like the word I'm about to use, normal intercessory prayer, because intercessory prayer is not normal, but a step above a realm, an arena above and beyond normal intercessory prayer is warfare prayer. Warfare prayer is taking intercessory prayer to a level of intensity that, that is not normal uh, when you pray in the Spirit, even when you pray intercessory prayer. Um, And I'm going to show again in the video tonight uh, an example of that. The Bible says battle is for the young. The young are strong. Now, this church is not typically 
uh, a young church, we uh, a, a great deal of the precious members of this church, a majority are middle-aged or uh, older, and uh, God knows all about that, and he uh, loves every church no matter what it's made up of. But uh, youth, the Bible says, are for war. And, and you're going to see, and, and the gentleman that's going to teach a little bit for about five or ten minutes, I think it's about five minutes in the video, talks a little bit about this, how that uh, intercessory prayer, well, Brother Billy Cole talked about it two weeks ago in the video we watched, how it, it's taxing on you physically. It drains you physically. Just like a woman giving birth. Now, interceding in prayer is not as physically taxing as giving birth naturally. But I believe that some people who are used of God in intercessory prayer, and especially warfare prayer, if they want to, they can allow God to actually take them there to the point where it becomes similar to what a woman goes through in childbirth, in travail, in labor before the, the childbirth. And you'll see that in this video. Uh, it'll become clearer to you. But I want us to understand a couple of things tonight. Uh, I, I'm not expecting everybody in this church to become warfare prayers, first of all. Most of us could not do it or sustain it on a regular basis because our body could not stand it physically. And again, you'll understand why after we watch the video. But secondly, uh, I do believe, as, as Brother Cole spoke in the video last time about, that every one of us who has the Holy Ghost can be used by God in intercessory prayer. God expects us. God expects us to get to the point in our walk with him where he has the freedom to use us that way. I really believe that. Uh, I think that if a person allows the natural growth process that God wants to take us through as a Christian, that we will, and I've taught this for six months now or seven months, however long it's been, that praying in the Spirit ought to be a normal thing in the life of every Holy Ghost-filled Christian. Uh, and, of course, I understand that we're all individuals, we're all unique, we're all different. And so I also understand because of that that, to, that the degree to which each of us does that is going to vary from individual to individual. Uh, if it is not easy for you to pray in the Spirit, to, to, to pray in tongues, then I encourage you to ask God for that to happen and become commonplace in your life. And I've taught a couple of lessons even about that specifically. Uh, by the way, if you haven't been here or watched all of the lessons in the series, there's at least 14, would you please commit to doing that? I don't want you to come tell me, I'll do that, Pastor. I'm just saying as your pastor, you need that. It's the will of God for you to have that material. And I realize that's going to take a sacrifice of your time. But I'm just talking from my heart here tonight, this last night that we're going to discuss this very important topic. I feel like you need the teaching and the instruction uh, of all of it. So I'm asking you to do that if you haven't already done that. Okay, tonight uh, we're going to watch this video. It's only 15 minutes. The service... Uh, is at 
um, I can't remember the name of the church, but it's pastored by Brother Chester Wright, who is the district superintendent for the Maryland District of the United Pentecostal Church International. Maryland District, um, uh, he pastors a large church there in Maryland that he began as a home missions pastor. He started the church, I don't know, 30, 40 40-something, maybe close to 50 years ago. It's a very large church. You'll see that in the video. He will teach for about five minutes. This is the last part of his study because he's actually teaching about something else in the service that we're going to watch a part of. He, he was teaching about authority. It's a great message, uh, and maybe I'll play that sometime. But uh, at the close of his message, or it may be a Bible study, I'm not sure which, he calls the church to the front, to the altar, to pray. And he does it in a very unique way by calling first the young people. And you'll see that in the video. And uh, he talks about warfare prayer and then intercessory prayer. And then they do it. And uh, they did it probably for about 30 to 40 minutes, the prayer. It's on the YouTube video that Brother Terry's going to show. But I'm only going to play 15 minutes of the video, five minutes of him talking, and then about 10 minutes of their praying, something like that. And then when the video's over, I'm going to come back, take the mic, and we're going to pray. Today is, has been called um, UPCI World Day of Prayer uh, in preparation for our general conference that is taking place in Orlando next week uh, after the hurricane goes through. General conference this year for the UPCI is in Orlando, and he's asked for all the churches to pray for that. Uh, I want us to pray however God leads us, however long or short God leads us, and that's going to be up to you and the Lord. I'm not going to try to keep us here longer than what you or God want to be here, so I have no idea how long we're going to pray after the video. I just feel like that's what the Lord would have us do, to spend some time in prayer. So with that being said, we are going to announce to those of you that are watching online, we're going to close the live stream at this time because I've been told you can't see the uh, whatever's being shown uh, when we show a video on the screen anyway, and then we're going to pray after that. So we're going to dismiss you all, folks. We encourage you to pray and uh, have uh, a time with the Lord there in your home tonight or whenever you're watching this. So goodbye to everyone watching online. God bless you tonight. And I want to say something else to you. Hear me, please. If you come to a church service, I'm talking to you. I'm not talking about the people who have just started coming or the ones that are still, they're, they're part of the crowd, but they're still not committed yet. I'm talking to you. I'm talking about the, the leadership and the committed people. I'm talking to you. If you're sitting in a church service and nothing's happening and you can't feel anything, oh God, you have a personal responsibility to put your face between your knees and begin to call on God. You don't have to make a scene, but it is not the persons in the pulpit responsibility to pull a rabbit out of a hat and make this thing work. 
We are a body. You got the same Holy Ghost we've got. You got the same name on you we have. You got the same responsibility in the spirit we have. We're all one body. Several years ago, I was at Maryland, D.C. youth camp. And, uh, well, I'm usually at Maryland, D.C. youth camp, especially since I became superintendent. How many years ago has that been? Four, five? All by themselves, there was a group of young men from this church that felt a a challenge from the Lord to not accept those services just being whatever. So all on their own, they got up early in ward and they came to church half hour, hour before church and ward because they weren't willing for those services to just be good Pentecostal church services. And you hear me when I tell you those young men broke the spirit of that thing and we had a move of God. The scripture says we need the young and we need the old. The old because of their experience and wisdom and the young because of their strength and passion. <coughs> Yes, sir. Don't pray yet. Just hold it. This man has a warrior spirit. Whoo, Lord, does he have a warrior spirit? Before, before any girls come, I want the young men who are willing to commit and join him that you're going to pray and intercede <coughs> and help us break through into a flow of the Spirit like we've never had it, never had it before. Young men, with strength, passion, anointing, burden, fire. They're about to start. Anybody else that wants to join them, male or female, young or old, can join them after they start. Whenever the Holy Ghost is ready, Brother Stephen. You see, oh, whoa, whoa, Hallelujah. Tell me you don't feel that. I said, tell me you don't feel that. Hey, 
female, young or old, you're welcome to come join if you want to. We're going to break something here tonight. This isn't about a call to preach. This is about a call to war. This is about a determination. I'm not accepting bound church anymore. My God, my God, you're accepting a responsibility tonight that you're not going to sit in church when it's bound. You're going to pray. I need some volume on that microphone. I can't hear him. I want them to hear him. In Jesus' name. My God. Jesus' name. 
In the name of Jesus. 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 About two and a half minutes ago, I've been praying in the back this whole video. About two and a half minutes ago, the Holy Ghost came in here. Some of you felt it. And uh, I'm not asking us to pray like that tonight. I'm asking you just to take upon you as a child of God and as a member of this body called Calvary Church, the burden of the ministry of intercessory prayer. We're going to pray tonight. You can come to the altar. You can scatter across here. I encourage you to go find a place by yourself so you won't be distracted. And uh, as many of you as can and will, pray in the Spirit. All right? You know what that means, pray in tongues. Let's do that right now. Sister Edwards, would you go and play something on the keyboard? You don't have to sing. In fact, we don't need any singing. Just play softly, and let's, let's just begin to talk to the Lord. I believe it's the will of God for this church to get to the place that that church is at, as you saw in that video. Whether we do or not, it's up to us. How much do we want to give ourselves to crucifying the flesh, to spend the time alone, away from family and friends, in a prayer closet somewhere, reaching out, learning the ways of prayer till we lose ourselves and our flesh and we pray in the Holy Ghost and we let the Holy Ghost use us to pray as intensely as He wants us to and pray the kind of intercessory prayer that causes God to commission angels to leave heaven and fly to places here on earth and begin to do the work and to fight demons and to break the back of the devil in this city and in our families and in our homes and in southern Illinois. The back of Satan must be broken and the prayer that you saw taking place just now is the only kind of prayer that's going to cause that to happen. And when that happens, revival is going to come. Let's pray, church. Let's pray.
Thank you for listening to the Calvary Church Podcast. Calvary Church is located at 406 North 44th Street in Mount Vernon, Illinois. Service times are Sunday school at 1 p.m. every Sunday, except the last Sunday of each month, and worship service at 2 p.m. Also, we have an all-church service at 6.30 p.m. on Wednesday. Calvary Church is affiliated with the United Pentecostal Church International. Thank you, and have a blessed day.